Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Young and Foolish podcast, and this week we do have Raymond with us. Yay! Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, you know, Lorenzo also seems to be uh, quite awake, which is always good. Uh, I think yes, sir. Uh, you know after, Took after a we did that one I don't episode, know what to my alarms. Don't know what happened to my alarms. Because uh, we are fine. starting later than we we're supposed to right now. Yeah, but that, Somehow, if you actually read the chat. It, it's fine because uh, Raymond and oh, I. Do we you have know, to push it back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raymond I was uh, had something happening, and then I was like, okay. I might as well use this time and you know go to the store Jesus. as well. Yeah. And then I also said in the chat, "This will also." I, I'm sure Lorenzo would also appreciate some extra time to sleep. <laughs> Literally typed that into the chat. So uh, you know you didn't read it, but it, it turned out to be true. No, know you too well. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, but ever since the typical day episode, uh, you know, we kind of figure out, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know why Lorenzo keeps suggesting that we film. Yeah, in the I'm so <laughs> Why would I do that? Why would I do that? I'm but the, let's the do- one who suffers the most for it, and I'm like, yeah, let's but, do it. Uh, let's just stop doing that and find a different time that works better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I ask. When are you guys available? Lorenzo literally suggests the time that is absolutely <laughs> terrible for himself. I was like, literally the worst possible time for me. Well, uh, man, I got work on Thursday, so I'll wake up extra early on Thursday and do it then. <laughs> My God. Uh, but so yeah, it's, uh, it's been better. Uh, last weekend, this week, doing it later on a day that he doesn't work. So he's actually able to, you know, do it later. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, have everyone here. Everyone's feeling good. And that's perfect because today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic or something that is very important and something that I think takes more, you know, brain power to actually articulate. <laughs> so glad uh, there's more, you know, mental clarity here today with the, with the energy and the, I guess, enough sleep. <laughs> Uh, but the topic we're talking about is identity, essentially about what makes a person who they are, mm. right? So, yep, obviously, like I said, very important to think about. And at least from my experience, from just hearing people talk, hearing um, or reading stuff as well, and also from media, whether it's literature or, uh, you know, film, <laughs> TV, you know, uh, YouTube videos, all sorts of media. There are different, definitely many different ways that people identify themselves. I would, you know, I don't know if that's the best way to describe mm-hmm. it, but different aspects yeah. that people think are important mm-hmm. and are integral parts of their identity, right? So I think that kind of covers what I'm talking about. So we should definitely go over some of those common ways that, you know, people tend to think of themselves and, uh, you know, really identify mm. with uh, uh, right, those factors right? but then i think we so we should also share our opinions of what we really think makes someone who they are and uh it, you know it might be the same but it also might be different there might be overlap between the factors but you know uh we'll figure out when we get there i know for me certainly i have a disagreement with some of you know the common factors right mm. so 
I want to list some, and then you guys could add to them, and then we could get into ones that you think are interesting uh, before we go on to any other parts, right? So just some common one that I think a lot of people nowadays, you know, would say, like when you ask them who they are, or when they try to describe themselves, they'll use these factors, right? Some of them are gender, sexuality, ethnicity, nationality, religion, and uh, you also get people's, you know, political beliefs. You get, uh, you know, the city or region that they're from. That that's especially big for a lot of people from other countries in mm-hmm. Asia and in Europe. Uh, also here in North America for sure, but I don't think it's quite as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also get stuff like which team they support. You uh, you know their. Uh, uh, favorite, you know, style of music, you know, with last week's episode, we talked about kind of the hip hop culture being a big thing. And I feel like that is actually a big part of some people's identity and how they feel. Right. So uh, a lot of these types of factors um, come to my mind when I'm thinking about how people tend to describe themselves and what they use to identify themselves with. And, um, um, you know, for me personally, I think these types of factors are, you know, relatively shallow and surface level, right? And uh, they're just not very revealing, you know, just from my perspective. But before we get yeah. into that, and before we talk about any of these factors, are there any other types of factors, you know, other factors of this type? Like, I, I know I mentioned quite a, quite a few there, but I think, you know, there are probably some other ones I missed. Maybe like the background, like where they come from, like not tech, like not race or ethnicity, but more like, mm-hmm. you know, like the like the environment they grew up from. So like, mm. you know, that could be one. So it's almost like the, uh, how their family is and like the neighborhood, like literally even more local and mm-hmm. smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, it could be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a country boy. Or, yeah. 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 Um. Maybe like, like something physical, you know. Like, if you ask, like if you ask, like, oh, describe yourself, or like, who are you, right, as a person, mm-hmm. to someone, you know, like maybe like maybe their physical attributes stand out. They'd be like, oh, you know, I'm tall. I like this and that, you know. So like that's something they could first describe as well mm-hmm. yeah some people say you know short kings unite and and, and stuff like that <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> um or even like you know blondes have more fun or, or what whatever the you know uh, like just yeah. different sayings based on yeah, physical got- characteristics <laughs> I'm just thinking of a blonde person going, yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think physical, maybe like, maybe like something they're passionate about too, right? Like all like the career is like, oh, I'm a musician, right? Well, actually, that I, I think of that as a different type of factor, mm-hmm. right? So the reason why I don't, that I disagree with kind of these types, um, uh, well, 
uh, people d describing themselves using these these things, right? Like I said, I think a lot of it is, you know, more shallow and basic and just not very revealing. When you're talking about that, like when they're talking about passion and, mm. and, and stuff more on that, it seems like that is more integral to actually how they live their lives and what they really care about. Well, yeah, it depends. Right? I feel like I think that's like a different type of, uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's like, you know, I think it kind of depends how you look at it because mm -hmm. on the one hand is like the social group, like the musicians and you can identify as part of that. And I feel like that's more shallow mm -hmm. if you just identify as part of the social group versus talking about being a musician for like the underlying drive that you have for maybe the passion in the music or something mm -hmm. like that. So it's, I don't know. I think that's a little bit, I think it depends how you look at it, I guess, for a lot of those things. Cause you could be interested in like the characteristics that makes a musician, a musician, or you could be interested in saying, mm -hmm. Oh, I'm a musician for like the social group. Like, Oh, I'm a rapper. Right. And somebody brags, yeah. Oh, I'm a rapper. I was going to say like a, like a SoundCloud rapper. Like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rappers. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got the they legend really, himself. They're not bragging about their passion for the game. <laughs> da, Darren, man. <laughs> second Darren. episode in a row, we bring him up. <laughs> Classic. Uh, is he in China still? I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't released any music since he released his debut album. Ah, <laughs> oh, come sad, on, man. bro. Fans are waiting, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we're we're waiting, man. If you're watching bro. this. Come on, release something here. Wait, Darren's his, uh, his like, um, I guess his, like, rap name, right? His artist his name? His artist name. He's not even, like, a rapper. He's, like, well, he is a rapper, but he's also something else. Yeah, he's <laughs> I don't know how special. to describe it. <laughs> Have you listened to his music? Yeah. It's like, what do you call that? <laughs> so confusing, man. I, I've seen the way he described it, where at least he says how someone else describes it. I think it's just himself. Oh my, yeah, have you seen like that written description? Yeah, I'm like, okay, I would not yeah. describe it like that, but you know, that is that's certainly one way to describe <laughs> oh it. Uh, but either way, even if you only base it on that, you know it's something that's like just, you know, weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no structure. Yeah. There's nothing. Dude, he's just like moaning. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, no offense, Darren, but you need to work on bro. The, this is mumble rap, everything. now this moan rap, <laughs> and the production was fire on that song. Hey, listen, man, song. I, I I respect people, who, you know, going after their passion and putting stuff out mm -hmm, there. I'm, I'm all about the creativity and that, you know, the fact that we're talking about it and the fact that we say that's actually something different that actually has something going for him, right? So. You gotta drop something else out there, man. Come on, let's hear some new stuff. Let's see some uh, evolution. Let's see what you've been working on, what what you've been improving on. Cause uh, you know it's been some time. We're looking and, for uh, a man. And yeah, and you know you being a different environment, being back in China for however long. Maybe you're back here. I don't know. Not really keeping up, but you know new life experiences. Time to work on things. Lots of things you could put out there, man. Let's hear it. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, definitely could see how people seeing themselves as like, you know, a rapper or that type of thing. But yeah, I feel like that's a maybe like, hmm, yeah. I I feel well, like other here, than that, I, there's not much mm -hmm. else. I guess maybe like a habit for them or something like that. But. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all good because 
when yeah. the first kind of thing I want to talk about here and ask you guys is how, how do you guys feel about those type of categories that I listed stuff like gender and sexuality and ethnicity you know those, okay. those type of thing that is very much uh, um, you know the way people kind of categorize people and themselves nowadays we you know mm -hmm. that's why it seems on social media and on news as well as just in your you know i guess proximity the environment that you're in and the people you talk to you know those yeah. are some things you often hear right so how do you think about people describing themselves as that like you know you already know my opinion i think it's you know it doesn't really tell me much about you at all it's just like that that it feels like you're making a really big part of your life even though it doesn't really have anything to do yeah. with how you really are like deeper down and it's just not very revealing right yeah what do you I think mean, I feel, that i feel uh, like that's a tricky bit though because all of those different characteristics you mentioned like gender and ethnicity mm -hmm. it's very difficult well, first of all, it's very difficult, I think, to really get at somebody's identity. It's just so hard to communicate that mm. because, like, can we even really know ourselves? You know what I mean? Think about it. Yes. It's very difficult. So then to communicate that to somebody mm. else is almost harder. Well, they know it is harder. But then it also gets even more complicated because all those different things can mean something different to somebody. So mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of black people out there who don't really care all that much that they're black. They just happen to be black. And then you have other people yeah. who are like super involved in the community. Mm. It's kind of like a big deal. You know, they're focused on maybe fixing up the communities that may have been disproportionately affected by racism in the past, things like that involved with like BLM, all that jazz. So it becomes like a bigger thing for them, mm. you know? Yeah. So it has more meaning for that person than it might for somebody else. Um, same thing with, you know, Things like gender, you know, look at the trans movement. Um, personally, I don't care too much about my gender. It just happened to be boy. Seems pretty lit. Not bad. But then other people are really into that stuff. You have like the macho men who are like, oh, you got to be a man. If you don't, <laughs> you know, shave your beard with a rusty razor every fucking three weeks and get tetanus, then you're not a man. Um... Or you have, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the trans woman who's like, you know, it's all construct. Let me just switch teams real quick. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, some other people are just kind of in the middle. Mm. They don't really care all that much. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, uh... I think it's just, it's so complicated. I can't even wrap my head around it, to be honest. I, I have a strong opinion when it comes to people who identify themselves with a specific gender, sexuality, or, you know, like, race and stuff. Like, I, I wouldn't say strong opinion. That that sounds bad. That sounds like I'm about to shit on him. But <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Maybe a little bit, but, like, I feel like a lot of times when people do identify themselves as a certain gender, sexuality, etc., I feel like it comes down to just the attention um, you know, there's always people who are strongly, you know, like, uh, opinionated, right, about that. And, like, they, they strongly mm -hmm. feel that way. But I feel like majority of people who identify as a certain, you know, whatever, I feel like it's it's more, it's more like, it's more like a way to make them feel like they belong 
right? Mm. Part of to a part of society, um, part of like a community and a group. Whereas a lot of people who, you know, who just go on about the day, like don't really matter too much about it, right? Like I'm a guy, but I don't constantly think, oh man, I'm a guy. Exactly. Like, right. I feel like we're yeah. more. More, like more okay with like everything else going on yeah there's there's definitely you know privileges for guys there's definitely privileges for women but for us it's not too big of a deal because maybe we're just not affected even if we are affected by them we don't really go out of our ways to kind of like oh life's not fair you know like oh like this shouldn't happen it's just more like hey man it happens out of my control what can i do mm-hmm. whereas you know mm-hmm. and like we're, we're kind of very stoic yeah we're, we're kind of we kind of see it more as like a, uh you know like it's all right it's whatever meanwhile some people might be like okay there's a strong movement going on you know i want to be a part of that um like i feel like a lot of people don't actually like never really had uh any of those i guess things happen to them Meanwhile, they want, they kind of just want to be a part of something, a part of something bigger, right? To make, to make themselves feel more accomplished. But that's just my take. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent that way. I'm not saying a lot of people do need that sense of self-accomplishment, but I, I am, I am saying it, it definitely is when, whenever I interact with someone who, you know, brings up gender first, as in like, hey, you know, like I identified as this or sexuality first, they they have everything going for them. Like, you know, like it's not like it's not like they're going through hardships as of now, maybe in the past, but knowing them, like, you know, like they're they're fine. But yet like they they strongly they strongly want to, you know I don't know. It's 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 a lot. I have a lot to say about it, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna sell myself. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. I think you brought up some uh, interesting and important things. Yeah, uh, you know, for you know, the part of part of that is from your own experience interacting with mm-hmm. some people, right? And a, a part of that is also from kind of uh, your experience overall, and and kind of uh, you know from everything else you've been through and uh, all the things you have been exposed to and thought about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, it is your opinion, right? It is subjective. Yeah. But also what you said, I think a lot of people agree that there is a proportion of people who are kind of uh, doing what you described and acting out of those type of intentions, mm-hmm. either consciously or subconsciously, right? But I also think mm-hmm. there are also some people who... Uh, felt really lost and really felt like they didn't belong mm-hmm. and really didn't understand why they are, you know, different. And for a label like that to exist and, uh, you know, have a description like that uh, for them to kind of, you know, actually see out in the world and from other people, they're able to kind of find themselves a bit more and, and find, oh, okay, I'm this way because, you know, you know, of, of, mm-hmm. of this, right? That I'm, I'm, there are other people who share these a- attributes and uh, feelings and experiences uh, as me. And uh, for some people, uh, that is a powerful thing. And that gives them really strong mm-hmm. sense of belonging and place in, in the world, in the society, and allows them to feel a lot, you know, 
better and and secure about themselves knowing that okay hey you know uh yeah i'm different in this way but it's not like i'm the only one there and over the years you know the the community and the culture has built around that and for some of those people with those type of experiences and who's really involved in those things like lorenzo was talking about with other groups right it's it's a very similar thing here for them that is a much bigger part of who they are and and it it definitely makes sense why yeah like i mean i i definitely agree like some sense like yeah like bro like you it, it's great knowing that you know if you're going through something like that and you know you kind of feel different and awkward about certain situations like you you find other people who are going through similar experiences or you know feel the same way you know you know not being alone mm-hmm. and that's that's like that's great but like my like it's kind of like religion right like if someone finds religion mm-hmm. it really turns their life around because um, they have a sense of hope now. They have goals. Uh, right? They have goals set. Yeah, but uh-huh. what I'm saying is, in <clears throat> in retrospect to their own identities, right? I'm mm. talking more about like, like they kind of use that as like a upfront image of like that represents who they are, but it may not because it it really depends um on the other person as well right on like the person they're talking to mm-hmm. uh let's say the person who mm-hmm. they're talking to is homophobic right and they mention their sexuality oh hey like i'm trans or i'm gay right then you know th- the other person might take that as like a really negative way um but like in general i'd say like i'd say when it comes to identifying themselves maybe that's their sense of identity but what I'm trying to like, what I personally see or look for when someone says, like when someone's identifying themselves is something more deeper than just that, than like on the surface area, right? Surface mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Something more like, hey, like, you know, like, um, fuck man, I don't like kale. You know, ever since I was a kid, I threw up on kale. Now I'm traumatized by kale. Like, I don't know. It's just like, like those little <laughs> the, no wait, that, that that's deeper <laughs> wait is that that's the no, one that makes them who they are no. is that your definition no. <laughs> fuck it's hard to describe man um, wait it's okay you don't have to describe uh, it right yeah, now because we are gonna get into our definitions of it so you have some time to think about it and try to articulate mm. it well later on here um so there's something else I want to get into, but before I do that, just based on what you said, I think that was, that, that brings me to this, and that is a a collective identity thing, right? And collective identity, I think, it, in itself should be, you know, a own, a, its own episode, because mm-hmm. there's a lot to get into with that. Mm-hmm. But Very interesting uh, stuff. Generally speaking, you know, I, I'm just not a big fan of, uh, you know, a strong collective identity, uh, no matter what it mm-hmm. is. Uh, obviously, you know nationalism and 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 everything else that that, are, that all the problems that arose from that historically is uh, you know a huge collective identity thing. Uh, and you talk about cancer culture, you know, woke culture, you know, that is a huge um, collective identity thing. And even even smaller things like you know people being really opinionated and really uh, emotional over uh, like. A sports team, for example, that's a major collective identity thing as well. And mm-hmm. existing all the mi- micro and macro skills with issues 
you know, of varying importance and relevance to well, the world and also people's personal lives, right? But collective identity overall, I think, has the some of the problems you were talking about, Raymond. And as I may not actually reflect who you really are. And in fact, it could actually kind of stop you from kind of figuring out who you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also might kind of push you to conform to certain things without really intentionally mm-hmm. conforming to them. It just kind of fall into them, right? It's like, Oh, everyone's just doing that. I'm a part of this. And it's very uh, much of a tribalism thing, right? Collective identity and tribalism is mm-hmm. very much directly related. But like I said, I once again, collective identity is definitely uh, a topic we could talk about for its own episode. So um, mm-hmm. just kind of want to bring it up because of what you were talking about and how, uh, you know, not, not a big fan of it. And definitely don't think it captures who a person really is right who an individual really is um so any other thoughts on any of the things Uh, we talked about before and move on to the next kind of major thing i want to get into yeah i think the social groups is an interesting one it's because on the one hand it is so it does tell you so little about the person oftentimes um, depends on the social group and if they elaborate a little bit more on it, um, obviously. So everything you said stands, but at the same time, I like when I, it's difficult, I guess, I guess it depends the way you think about it. But if somebody were to ask me, like, Oh, how do you like, like who, you know, what's Lorenzo, right? I feel like it'd be very difficult to not bring up any of the social groups that I'm in. Mm. And I do feel like it does bring a little bit of, I feel like it, it almost, oftentimes when people mention those things, certain characteristics of that social group will sort of, it's almost as if they're trying to like evoke that or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, for example, when somebody says, oh yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a runner, bro. The, the, mm-hmm. Like not only is there the social group of like, oh, running as a, I don't know, as a group or just as a community, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also the like, okay, well, I'm oriented around health. Then you could extrapolate, okay, they care about their well-being, things like that. Uh, if you're talking about nationality, you know, a lot of nationalities have certain stereotypes that they actually don't mind conforming to. So a lot of Canadians, I feel, when they're abroad or something, you know, if they say they're Canadian, a lot of times they'll be saying that to get a bit of clout. You know, it's like, oh, no, hold on, sir. I'm no American. I am Canadian, you see. No, I mean, not only you that, know. plenty of Americans abroad say that they're Canadians just to have, because Canadians yeah, exactly, have a much yeah. better rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, identity-wise, uh, if somebody were to try to describe mm-hmm. a Canadian, I feel like a lot of Canadians would be aghast almost to be described as an American, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, I don't identify as an American. How could you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of what you're saying so it's just so it, it nuanced is, it's yeah. true and it is very nuanced but I'm, I'm just trying to get into kind of you know really uh, what what makes a person who they are and in your opinion for something like that yeah like everything you said is true but how much does it tell you about who the person is right it all depends that's the thing and then and then it's like how much do you know about yourself really you know because I mean, I don't know. here's I the like, thing, like, 
Like that's literally, I've said this so many times. I think the biggest problem in the world is that too many people don't really know who they are or what it is that they want. And they're not really living intentionally on their day-to-day lives according mm-hmm. to, you know, who they are and what they want, you know. So uh, what the question you bring is very interesting because I personally think that someone could, you know, really get to know who they are. It isn't necessarily easy and doesn't really just happen right away. But I believe, like, but, you know, a part of that is also you need to believe you are able to know it, right? If you don't believe that, yeah, then you'll big, never that's know. That's a big thing. Right? That's huge. So, so yeah, yeah. that question you bring up is actually very interesting. And obviously, uh, that that's a much more existential, existential uh, type of, uh, you know, more mm-hmm. philosophical in, in that area, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, that that is something else we could explore on a different uh episode as well. We could really get into something like that. But uh yeah, uh, great stuff guys on, on those type of things. The next thing I wanna get into is the idea that some people have said, many famous people have quoted this over, over you know, I guess <laughs> out there history essentially, and that is, you know, you are what you do, right? That that type of statement, mm-hmm. right? And I think this is definitely on a deeper level compared to those other things. It is definitely a bit more revealing, right? And I think it is also one of the reasons, like Remo was saying, that people often see their careers slash their jobs being a big part of their identity, right? So I actually, once again, mm-hmm. kind of disagree with both, even though I think it is deeper than those other things. Uh, I think that you are actually a lot more than what you do and what your job is. And just based on, you know, like your your job or where you're passionate uh, about doing, right? Um, I don't think that is actually all that revealing to me. And once we get into like the <laughs> final kind of section of, of this episode, when we, we kind of talk about our own kind of definition, how we feel about it, of what makes a person who they are. I think it'll all kind of add up and kind of make sense why I disagree with these things. But what do you think about you are what you do, especially you are what you repeatedly do? What do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, in some senses, in some I guess ways to think about it, I feel like that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Like if you say, and in other ways, it's not really like, because on the one hand, I feel like intent has so much to do with like the meaning of, I suppose, the actions that you take and what it Mm -hmm. kind of means. So you can have two people doing the exact same thing and they might both get the job done, but one dude might do it with maybe a bit more pep in his step or might be more motivated to do it, happy to do it, working hard. And then the other guy hates doing it and he slugs through the work. So even though they both did the same work, you can't really say that the work reflects the same on each individual mm-hmm. because one is, you know, I don't know. Did, yeah. did, you guys so, kind of see what I'm getting exactly. at? Exactly. Yeah. So what you're talking about is how people are doing it and why people are doing it, right? The, the manner that it is done as well as the, the intentions behind the actions, mm-hmm. right? 
And I think both of those are definitely much yeah. more deeper. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like the statement that you are what you do and why I don't think it's not, it's, you know, that revealing. It's yeah. definitely a big reason. Just, I feel it. like it's, it, it takes like a very reductionist approach mm -hmm. to looking at it, but I feel like it's almost a little bit too reductionist. I absolutely agree with you. It's too simplified. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Raymond? Um... Oh, oh, but that being said, I, I, that's I'm, all good. <laughs> yeah, I have going, more. Yeah. yeah, I know. Um, but on the same, but at the same time, like the um, that one saying, you are what you repeatedly mm -hmm. do. There's so much wisdom to that because it's also quite true, right? Because on the one hand, let's say you identify something, mm -hmm. but you don't do anything to sort of reflect that. It might be a characteristic that we're talking about, in which case oftentimes there not, might not be like a specific physical manifestation of an action that you can point mm -hmm. to where it's like, okay, well, they were, I was doing this then, therefore I am that. So it's kind of tricky with certain attributes, mm -hmm. but with other things, it totally makes sense. Like you can't call yourself a runner unless you run. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't lift weights. No, you can't call yourself a weightlifter if you don't lift weights, things like that, right? Um, you know, when people mm -hmm. stop doing sports, they call themselves, oh, I'm a former footballer. Mm -hmm. I'm an ex-basketball player. Um, ex-porn star. I don't know. Um, but the, the they mm -hmm. kind of put the X in front of mm -hmm. them. Like, it's just, they're not that anymore. It, it is true. It, it, uh, you, what you're saying yeah. is absolutely true. Uh, you know, from my, I don't know how you could really argue that. But the thing is, like being a runner once again how revealing is that what other than the fact that you run yeah, no, like how no, much does it mean much. right so so if that is mm -hmm. the case and the saying and that you are what you repeatedly do only gets you a, a once again a more shallow and surface of a not so revealing yeah. uh identity I think the reason why those are so easy to point mm -hmm. to is because they're just so much more tangible than the other concepts like for example let's say we're talking about oh i am a confident guy right let's say that's part of my identity as i'm describing to somebody oh i'm very okay. confident but then the thing with those sorts of things is that humans are just so they, they they lack so much consistency people think people think they're way more consistent than they actually are the best example is obviously just memory oh how yeah. terrible memory yeah, actually that, is. that is very true and like you know how memories are like reconstructed in the brain and all that jazz it's literally just way less reliable than you think it is by design, pretty much. Um, but I feel like that extends to pretty much everything because, you know, it just changes so often. Okay. You know? Uh, well, Raymond, do you have any thoughts on this? Because I think this will actually be a really nice tie-in into what, you know, I think makes a person who, uh, you know, they really are. Um. <clears throat> I mean, I do agree to a certain extent, like, it really depends if there's, like, you know, like Lorenzo said, intention behind that and what personal mm -hmm. meaning is yeah. to them. Let's say, you know, you got, you got someone who works the same job, you know, like same example Lorenzo gave, and one hates it, one loves it. Um, mm -hmm. The person who loves it is more likely going to describe themselves and identify themselves with whatever career they have while the other person is more likely to choose something else other than that right so yeah mm -hmm. and i don't know i feel like to me the uh, the repeated action it's not the repeated action that necessarily 
um, really like shows like maybe who a person can be. I feel like it's more repeat actions of what they care about, what they want to do, you know, things that they have intentions mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. really makes a person, um, you know, like let's say you, you love volunteering, you love helping people, mm-hmm. right? And um, you, you could say, oh yeah, like, you know, I like volunteering, I do volunteer work. But you do volunteer work, you know, like like once, twice, you know, like every mm-hmm. like other year. Meanwhile, there's people who volunteer like yearly basis, right? They spend a whole year going out to volunteer in other countries and stuff because, you know, mm-hmm. their intentions for it, they care for it is completely different on completely different level than the other person, right? So I, I, I really... It, I don't know. It comes down to whether the person really wants to do it or really cares for it. And it comes down to how passionate they are to those actions. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm really glad you brought this up because this is actually an even better hook, an even better tie in into, uh, you know, what I think makes a person who they really are. And uh, really for me, you know, it's very much on the line what you're talking about. I think who a person really is is about what they want out of life. It is about how they live on a day-to-day basis. It is about how they want to live ideally, right? Like what, how they would really want to live if, uh, you know, if they're able to, right? I think it's about what really drives them right down their lying intentions and motivations and also what what people's biggest fear are because that's kind of a other thing that drives people it's not just so much like their desires and motivations but also you know the fears right a lot of people you know and also overall how people make decisions right i think that's a very revealing thing about who someone really is so uh, we, we could actually get into each of those aspects, but I think uh, altogether from looking at those things, you're, you're able to get a much better understanding of who someone really is than what they do, than what their job is, than, you know, uh, all the other factors that we mentioned about sexuality, about uh, political beliefs, about gender, ethnicity, nationality, about any of those things, right? Because uh, people, you know, we could, you could have, uh, you know, two, you know, you, you could have, you know, I, 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 what? You could have two uh, gay, uh, white Cameroonians, uh, <laughs> uh, and they could be extremely different people, right? You know, they could have the same political beliefs. They could have the same jobs, right? They could share so many of those other things that we talked about. But when you're looking at what actually drives them, you look at how they live their day-to-day lives. You know, when you look at how they're making decisions, when when you're able to look at all these things, that's when you're able to kind of really identify how these two individuals how, who they really are you know mm-hmm. even though un- unlike all of those things it seems like they're very similar right yeah i i definitely agree i feel like like yeah i wanted to mention you know it's also like the paths they take which is like decisions um mm-hmm. you know when you have 
you know, a bunch of options in front of you, it really shows you what or which decision you you take, which path you take that really shows like mm-hmm. like how you think as a person or what what your mind is on rather than oh like when there's a group right when there's like the social groups where they identify to be a part of they're more likely to be led by the social groups rather than themselves when you, mm-hmm. it's only the person you know like let's say oh you know slaughter a baby or slaughter a man like up to you you know it really shows it's like oh like i do care for the, like the new gender <laughs> well you know okay maybe that's a bad example right no no no, no, no I, I, think, I think that is a yeah. good example yeah i think a lot of times with more extreme examples you're able to get to yeah. drive the point even more right and with what you're saying it does show kind of which what you know what they value more but also kind of you know if you're able to actually talk to them and if and you're able then you're able to figure out kind of why right like why uh they value those more like what exactly is it that makes one thing more valuable to them than the other why would they make that Mm -hmm. choice right and that's like when we talked about the moral dilemma uh episode way in like one of our very first episodes that is um a major point we're talking about and that's very revealing i think and also how they feel about what they do when they're doing it and after it's being done is huge right uh, i think you know if someone's like uh, very joyfully sacrificing uh ritually sacrificing a baby uh <laughs> you know i like you know i think that's very revealing about who they are as opposed to someone uh who's like hey yo th- this totally sucks this is a terrible experience but my choices are literally between a baby and a man and for some reason i would rather sacrifice a baby whatever those reasons are is also very revealing like we're talking about but the fact that how how they're doing it and how they feel about it afterwards i think are also you know very very much uh you know revealing Mm -hmm. as opposed to the action itself Mm -hmm. or even the intention itself right like these other factors that we've just talked about, I think those are really what captures a person's essence and character uh, than any of the other factors, mm. you know, we talked about, especially in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, like, at the beginning, like, when you were talking about identities, like, you know, you were listing, like, all, like, gender, race, sexuality. I was just thinking, like, oh, what if someone just says, you know, like, you know, who are you? What do you identify as? And they say, uh, a criminal right like but then you think about it like criminals it's it's kind of hard because when mm-hmm. you def- like they've done a crime obviously right like maybe they've killed a man or multiple mans or mm-hmm. women <laughs> multiple mans bro <laughs> yes sir <laughs> lots of mans um but yeah like they, maybe ontario maybe genocide i don't know yeah big man's um yeah you know how does genocide come up so often may i run yeah our minds just keep going there (laughs) (laughs) hey man it's i don't know it's uh it's 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 on our minds man yeah man (laughs) (laughs) you know it just happens so many times in history that uh anything you talk about yeah pretty much closely related to yeah 
anytime you bring up genocide, like the first thing obviously that pops to mind is just Holocaust. But man, there's so many. Uh, no, the first thing uh, that pops in my head Rwanda. is Armenian. Oh, I was gonna talk. Oh, Armenian genocide. I don't know really? why. I don't even know much about it. But <laughs> but it's the first thing that yeah. <laughs> weird. No, yeah, no, weird. I don't know uh, much about true. it either. I don't know. Yeah. I'm more of like a Rwandan. Huh. Rwanda oh, yeah. genocide, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a famous one as well. <laughs> now we're identifying yeah. ourselves through genocide. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what you're talking about really here is important because when someone, if they're just going to say criminal, you really don't know much about them. You don't know what exactly they did, first okay. of all. You don't know their <clears throat> intention behind <clears throat> it. You don't know how they feel when they did it and how <clears throat> they feel about the consequences of it, right? Yeah, and you don't know any of those. Uh, you also don't know, you know, what led them to do it. Like, wh- what are the series of decisions <clears throat> and life experiences that got them to the point where they finally said they're going to do like I said, you don't even no. know what they did in the first place. So just saying criminal, all it means is that they yeah. broke a law. If someone just jaywalked, that they could be a criminal by definition. Like, like, what does it really mean, right? Like, <laughs> do you really know who the but person is based on a def- based on a label as criminal? Like, you know, I think what you're saying is very important. But I think the um, okay, I guess the overall label mm. of a criminal, yeah, mm. it doesn't tell you much at all. I do think it means quite a bit more when you hear it from the mm-hmm. person because that means they self-identify as that, which is, a, I think, mm-hmm. a big factor. Because let's say we locked up George for having uh, too good of a haircut, locked him up, put him in the slammer. He gets out, walks mm-hmm. around. I don't know if Josh, if he'd walk around and tell people, like, yeah, I'm a criminal, you know? like I don't know who Josh you know I mean? is, it's but... Like, yeah, <laughs> Oh, did I call you Josh? Oh, I meant, I meant, I meant you. My bad, George. <laughs> you said, you said lock me up. But then, but then Josh, you said Josh. <laughs> he comes out a brand new person. Yeah. <laughs> so first you lock me up, and then for some reason Josh started calling himself a criminal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Uh, but yeah, I don't man, know, man. It's like a share. It's like uh, conjoined <laughs> twins, identi- identity wise. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Okay, like hey, if we threw if we threw Raymond in jail for jaywalking and he gets out, is he gonna walk around calling himself a criminal or jaywalker? A lot of people who do like ser- serious crimes don't identify <laughs> as a criminal. You know, some people. Yeah, people man. have murdered people. But, I'm not a criminal. But you also gotta yeah. But I feel like when it comes from the person themselves. But then, so then, when somebody does call mm. themselves a criminal. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, yeah, then they it's realize like, I, they know, you know, well, you mean you're a criminal or whatever, right? See, that's yeah, exactly, like, oh, you gotta, things like you that. gotta have mm. these questions. You gotta have deeper, you gotta ask more about it mm-hmm. to figure out. So, so yeah, it is definitely more revealing when they, yeah. uh, you know, describe themselves as that and give themselves that label. But at the same time, it is still not that revealing, right? Mm. It, it just makes it more interesting. It makes you yeah. more intrigued. It makes you wanna, like it might have more connotations along with it that, and assumptions that you're more likely to make. <laughs> Bro, but <laughs> how, to, how to kidnap George? Some guy pulls up in a van, I'm a criminal. <laughs> well, I have a lot of questions, come in, ask me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man if if someone self-identifies as a criminal asks you to get in their van i think you know maybe maybe don't do it 
that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, you really got to ask the other questions and get, get into uh, some of those major questions that we brought up and those factors, right? Answer to those questions. That is what what's going to really, you know, get you um, the insights, the, the more intimate details yeah. uh, about mm-hmm. a person's, you know, uh, well, I guess what fundamental essence <laughs> yeah. uh, of their most profound kind yeah. of uh, characteristics, right? Um, but since we're talking about criminals and this topic, um, I have I've said this once before on a different episode. I think the one with Georgie, actually. But um, you know, not exactly related. But related enough that I want to bring up again. Uh, but this is how much I value uh, the way someone makes decisions and living intentionally, right? I value it so much that I actually prefer if criminals, or you know, not not even necessarily criminals, but people you know who do certain th- whatever things, um, to not have regrets or remorse after their actions right like i prefer a person who has genuinely thought through well first of all i prefer someone who knows who they are and what they want and live accordingly and they looked at the situation and figure okay this is the situation i am in these are my options these are the potential consequences to each of the options i have in the situations in the situation, right? And based on who I am and what I want, I'm gonna go with this option, which will come with all these potential consequences and I'm able to be okay with them, right? I would prefer that person, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what, uh, the reason why I wanna get into identity because how do you describe that person, right? Like you have to describe it the way I did you have to get into those parts and, and that really captures a person's essence and, and who they really are, right? I, I would prefer that person over, you know, a lot of other people who just act out the impulse were, were you know, spur of the moment, heat, heat of the moment, who okay. are just doing it mindlessly. What if, uh, what if they go on to literally change their minds and regret it? What do you mean? What if that person changes? Like, let's say they have a thought out, they think it's all good, they think they're okay with the consequences, and then they do it and then they're not okay with it. Yeah, then they re- then they don't really know who they are to begin with, you see. And, and that's one, one like, okay. that's, once again, okay. I think that's the biggest problem with but, the world. Okay. Like, you get too many people in those situations, Here? it's like they don't even know who they really are, then they just do these things. Uh, and it's like, okay, come on, like, like you gotta know yourself better than that, Here? or understand the situation better than that, or... At each of the step, you just got to do each of the step better. Here's my example that I wanted to say earlier. Like, mm-hmm. let's say criminal, right? They identify as a criminal. Yes, they've done criminal things. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe they've killed people. You know, so <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> the first, okay, okay, okay. Yes, maybe they yes, kill people. Maybe they've killed people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> Yo, I didn't see that jump, but carry on. Or worse, they've walked. But um, let let's say let's say yeah, they they do all those things. They've done mm-hmm. it in the past. They 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 were you know upfront like yes. 
I've done those things. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, like that's, I, that's the path I chose, right? That's what they wanted. But mm-hmm. then they have kids. Boom. Kids change a person, right? And, and let's see that, that horrible person <laughs> that, that, Oh, you know, like, Oh man, like I want to kill you, blah, blah, blah. turns into man. I love my daughters, bro. Mm-hmm. I want to set a good example. I want to. I want to. I want to make sure they they choose, you know, the path they want to choose. Blah blah blah. Right. Whatever mm-hmm. that shit is. I want to be a good father to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's not. It's not possible to know yourself before then because that's you can't really you you haven't experienced fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it that, I, I feel like that's yeah. I feel yeah, like that's, that's what Lorenzo was saying. Changing, yeah. Some some like yeah. a, like a dramatic experience happens like events mm-hmm. happens yeah. and that's when that's that, when that's a people really, that's a really good yeah that that is a really yeah, really good example really example. yeah and, and that's something that actually happens to a lot of people a lot of people's stories kind of go like that right mm-hmm. and uh that is actually something mm-hmm. i talk about as well uh like as a part of the process and the huge thing is to know how you kind of change with new experiences right because with new experiences and all these things happening, you are gonna, what you're supposed to, you're not gonna stay at the same person, right? Like in many ways, yes, but through learning new things, through going through new experiences, through all these, you know, dynamic and changing factors that happen throughout your life, like, yeah, like it it makes sense that, you know, but the thing is you kinda, you gotta know who you are at that, at, at, in the situation that you're in, right? And then, like, that's not who you are anymore, right? And that's already in the past. Do you see what I mean? And it's like, you couldn't, like, how could you possibly regret see, that, that's the issue. Um, when you haven't had those experiences? Like, the person you are now, right? You wouldn't do any of that because that's not who you are anymore, right? But... You can't go back in yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Like, like those are two separate people to me. No, right? no, no. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of like what I'm saying. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. See, okay. And then, but here's the thing. So like, so we could say that if you identify as something or if you have mm-hmm. an identity, it's got a shelf life, right? Because eventually people yeah. change, right? Yeah. How, how long is a shelf okay. life? Mm-hmm. I just think it's so short that it's just impossible yeah. to... And, so they, you know, and here, here's what like I want to say because mm-hmm. people change like Lorenzo said people change all the time right you cannot like you might know yourself for a certain mm-hmm. period amount of time but next thing you know all of a sudden something mm-hmm. happens you change right and you become not not a whole different yeah. person you can- but you like I feel like the core values at, like of the person you know, mm-hmm. of what makes you, you changes in a certain degree, because if it's the little things, then you don't change, right? Necessarily you change a little bit. That doesn't really matter. But like, like a core value that changes that that's a big change mm-hmm. that really and, happens. And the thing is, like, I don't mm-hmm. think people have those short self lives because I think a lot, once you figure out those core things, once you actually know those core things, those are very difficult to actually change, especially change 
just like that. I think it, it takes a lot and takes a long time mm-hmm. for those type of things to change, right? Um, I think, you know, with people's biggest fears and people's most... people are so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, yeah. But, but like, the like, thing is, I think... The, the behavior is constantly mm-hmm. changing. And I guess the perception of the identity is also going to be constantly changing. And once again, uh, that so goes back to kind of like the thing I always talk about. And that is the fact that like, you know, if you actually know who you are and what you want and live accordingly, make decisions accordingly, then your behaviors will be much more consistent. And the fact that people's behaviors aren't consistent is one of the biggest reasons why I think that is such a big problem. It's just, be, okay. you know, yeah, uh, but, you know, like, but it's also like you the changes that happen to you are unforeseen though you 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 can't possibly know like who you are going to be after something that big let's say let's mm-hmm. say you become a parent right you become a yeah. father you don't know if you're going to be like okay actually actually cancel that i don't want to be mm-hmm. you you you're unsure like yes maybe <laughs> like cancel that or not <laughs> <laughs> cancel that mission. order <laughs> send him back to the kitchen um yeah like you, you don't know man like bro that that's the thing it, it's like if you buy a product you mm-hmm. say i want this product i've been saving up for it you get the product it's not what you thought it would be you mm-hmm. return it that that's not that's not that's not like that's not necessarily like oh like you you didn't you know you didn't research enough or you didn't do this or you didn't know about the product enough maybe it just wasn't suited for you as you thought right mm-hmm. so those changes like that happen all the time mm-hmm. but what i'm what i'm trying to get at is i feel like you can't truly like a hundred percent or more know yourself until you've mm-hmm. experienced all those experiences that could change you as a person you know so like the the longer you live uh, clearly you experience that makes more. sense that yeah. reminds me a lot of yeah uh, you good. cut out that reminds me of i guess personality testing mm. oh okay yeah Hello. i get what mm. is it personality oh no like intelligence testing because you know like, how do you define okay. intelligence right and then you try mm-hmm. to test for it you, obviously you have like iq tests and whatnot but that's only yeah. measuring a certain aspect of it. So what people do is they'll get a bunch of data from a lot of different measures of what people consider to be intelligence. And they try to use that data in some weird complicated math and computer models or something like that to extrapolate the core intelligence almost. Um, kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, okay. it's like, yeah, it's like the, the longer you live, the, the more you know yourself. You can't truly know yourself. Uh, for the rest of your life as of right now because no matter what happens you know things like shit happens right like there's always Mm -hmm. the chaotic version of life you know that that could just mess up the order right let's say you you are content and you want to live a certain way and you do it something Mm -hmm. happens it changes that whole order up now what now you have to find a way either to accept it or to scramble and get back to the order you had originally or mm-hmm. you adapt to it right and i feel like a lot of people choose to either adapt to it or or you know like yeah they they choose to adapt to it and like i feel like that's why you see a lot of old people be like like they don't give a fuck because they they know <laughs> they know what they care about what they don't at the end of it all right they they say you know like oh like i've experienced it all fuck it i don't care 
right? If mm-hmm. if they're gonna cat call a girl, right? Yeah, right a lot of that is street, actually they're they're just it. just getting old. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but like, a, like a big part of that is that they're legitimately just getting old, like brain wise, like their brain just functions differently at that age. It's yeah, just, but. It, it's weird. It's an actual thing. Like you do, just get grumpy well, when you're old. Yeah, but like, like, <laughs> like not that old. But like, you know, like let, let's say, let's say you're older, right? Let's say you're your forties, right? Hey yo, hey yeah. yo, chill. All right, forties as a young, well, older. As fuck here. Like you're, okay? you're getting okay. older. That that is that is pretty well, like, compared. Yeah, because like you literally, I think it's your executive functioning mm-hmm. just declines. By nope. a noticeable degree, I mean, when that you know, happens, okay, like you, you, you know, that's, you know the example, yeah, 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 but like that's it's, uh, yeah, I, I get yeah, the point yeah, you're yeah, making, yeah. and like, uh, I think a lot of it's true, and there's just a couple things, uh, you know, I want to say on that, and one of them is that you know, life is definitely unpredictable, especially you know, uh, when it comes to the future, there are always gonna be factors that you can't possibly, uh, well predict or foresee uh whichever term you want to use but um you know like a part of that is like you gotta like you gotta understand that and accept that right that, that's well, yeah. that's a huge part of it and then the other part of it is like i guess thinking like when you when you're making your decisions and looking at the options you're having a situation and looking at the potential consequences like a lot of the, you know, a lot of situations you have, well, honestly, I look at some of the situations people end up in and look at how they got there. And it seems like, okay, this, you know, it, it feels like a very foreseeable outcome, right? Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of like that um, is, is, you know, that's a major thing that I you know try to address and try to talk about but um, accidents happen right like you bump mm-hmm. into the wrong guy on the street accidentally you like you know whatever happens next thing you know you're kidnapped and you're ordered to kill someone or either your daughter be killed or you be I killed. Mean, i mean <laughs> that's very drastic <laughs> i don't know how you got there right away like that once again uh you the yeah, examples you've been giving is uh, i mean well, you give them a few really good ones but the, these other ones are pretty extreme they do actually articulate the point really well yeah but at the same time like, it's like, like it's for the point it's mm-hmm. for the point it's not like it's not realistic but like as in like you know like it's exaggerated like like accidents like these can and will and could happen right mm-hmm. um so it, it's it's just being able to see these options see, i feel like that's a perfect example though like bumping into somebody in the street mm-hmm. i don't know about you guys but on any given week i might react differently to that and i might process that completely differently in my head huh you know some weeks i might be like damn bro i gotta watch where i'm walking other weeks i'll be like damn fucking idiot walking into me what a douche and then other weeks I'll be like, eh, you no pull big deal, you whatever. You shoot really them. Walk by. It happens. See, see like, that's the thing. That's that's literally the thing. <laughs> no, Lorenzo, that's literally the thing I don't get. Because like for me, it's like I, you know, I think about these scenarios happening and what I would do, and then I'm able yeah. to be like, okay, yeah, that's what I would do. And when that when a situation like that happened, that is what I do. 
like that that's the thing i don't get like you know i feel like maybe i just actually experience the world very differently but like and, and that's I, I, I think do. you do man i think you're just the, i think you're the exception to be honest the See, very few the people thing is, like, I, I try to talk about cognizant mm-hmm. of their I, I try to talk about these things because I yeah, think yeah. people could figure it out if they actually thought about these things these ways, and but I don't even know if that's actually true if if it is actually that different. That's not even I don't even think that's the barrier to entry. Honestly, I think it's just the the, the most impressive thing about you is not just the the quality of the thoughts and like the actual thoughts themselves because they they make sense they they make perfect logical sense and I feel like a lot of people would agree with them if they heard it. Okay. Um, but, the the issue is it's so difficult to apply it constantly. Cause you've been doing it for a long time, George, you've been kind of down this sort of, it's definitely not very common. It's kind of almost eccentric, the sort of, uh, meticulous relationship you have with like your identity and your behavior. Very few people can exercise that sort of control over themselves constantly mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I've, you know, that is something, you know, is very important to me. It's something, you know, when people are thinking about. Yeah. But that it's, it's probably something that would you say it's come with a consistent practice over the years, I'd say of thinking like this. Cause you're, you've been doing this for literally I, years. I mean, I, it definitely is. So yeah, I would say that, but at the same time, I, I feel like it's too reductive to say that's kind of like the thing. Right. So like, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like a byproduct as opposed to like the cause, I would say, you know, uh, yeah, like that for is me, true. like, it doesn't really tell us how you got like started. A, I lot, guess. a lot of the big questions, a lot of people ask, especially growing up, like for me, like the only reason I could actually properly answer that to myself is that if I actually figure out these things about myself and what I really wanted, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's what I had, you know, that's, so instead of trying to answer those questions, the question becomes more about my identity, right? And, and that's, that's what I focus on, think a lot about. And, you know, in my book, especially what I talk about, uh, one of the things that you got to do really is broaden your perspective it's just, just knowing all the knowing a lot of the different possibilities that, that exist with you know well like how are, how are you supposed to know uh a lot of the options that exist in a situation right like a lot of that is is mm-hmm. you know exposing yourself to them through other people's experiences through uh, you know thinking about them you're thinking about hypothetical situations you know it comes from a lot of that so a lot of those type of mental exercises and i guess reading or just you know i don't know just thinking i guess like that is something that helped me with clarity right like like essentially i lived through that virtually in my head right and, and that that's how you kind of know it's like yeah yeah it's like um you know you, you kind of have to imagine and obviously for a lot of people this is going to be very difficult because they they can't really just do that 
right? That, that's such a weird thing to be able to do, especially be confident that you would actually feel that way or you would actually act a certain way. Like that part especially, it would... I feel like yeah. that's, that's big, yeah. I was about to say. Like That's kind of the most important like, bit right there. The question I always ask is like, what do I get out of it, right? And, and, yeah. and like, well, what do I get out of it? And also, how uh, does that make my life better? How does that contribute to my fulfillment, right? And for a lot of people, those are very difficult questions to ask even if they actually lived through an experience, let alone doing it kind of in their head or through literature or, you know, examining other people's lives or whatever, right? So, like, yeah, it's definitely very subjective and depends person to person. So I think with a lot of people, it's like jobs, right? a lot of people have a very difficult time figuring out what, what it is that they want to do. And, and for me, the thing is, like, I never really thought it's that important what exactly you do because it just never felt like anything could offer me what I really want. Like, just from that experience alone, it all comes from, like, the most, uh, mostly comes from the other aspects of my life, right? So for me, since the beginning, it's trying to get myself in a position to find jobs that could offer me, uh, to put me in a situation where I could get those other aspects of my life, right? As opposed to what, like for a job, like if I find it pretty interesting, uh, you know, well, I find a lot of things interesting, so that already makes it easy, but like it, there doesn't have to be that much requirements. I don't need to get that much out of it. It's more setting myself up to get these other things out of it because that's what I figure out, right? So when you know these things about yourself, you're actually able to make these decisions. And, well, well, I don't know. It's hard to say. This is like almost kind of a different... This is more about decision-making than, you know, identity, even though it is related. But the final yeah. thing I'll say on this is that like a huge part as well is, you know, going through all this is accepting that certain things that you don't know and accepting that life is random and unpredictable, right? Because one of the first things like in my early teens that I had to really understand for myself and get to kind of I don't know where I want to be I guess is accepting uh, that there are things I can't control and then getting myself to the point where I don't actually worry about them right because it, it doesn't make sense and doesn't make my life better right so yeah and so for me like you know it's hard like I, I like I don't understand how anyone could regress something they can't control right so from my experiences, like, you know, if you actually looked at the options, if you actually, you know, did the research and if you know yourself, there, yeah, there are going to be stuff you don't know and there are going to be accidents that happen. But those are literally outside of your control. Like, mm-hmm. how could you regret something like that? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, whereas, you know, if you very obviously overlooked something, like something that is very obvious, right? And, and you know... 
uh, that is something that for me it's like okay you will regret right that to me makes sense and that is a type of thing yeah. i try to avoid that, that you know it's and that's why i go through those processes when i'm making decisions right I, you know i don't want to end up in those situations but if crazy things like half if crazy things like getting kidnapped and and uh being made to kill someone uh you know it's like oh you, either i kill you or you kill that guy and literally from bumping some guy in the street and that happens you know that that makes sense to be unpredictable I, I, like obviously i'm not gonna be thinking about that or foreseeing that and if that's a situation i'm in that is something i have to deal with and once again if you actually know yourself and your values what drives you what your biggest fears and uh, all these things it's actually gonna make it easier for you to deal in those unpredictable situations and whatever ends up happening is like you know how can't you really regret that like it's the vast majority of that situation is out of your control and unpredictable. Like, like I, I don't really see it. And obviously, once you go through that experience, there are going to be changes to who you are because that's a huge ex- and li- that would be a life changing experience, right? Like after going through that, in many ways, mm-hmm. you are like a different person. You are a quote unquote changed man, right? So uh, all of that makes sense. I just I just don't really see how um, you know. You, I just don't believe in the point that you don't know who you are. It's like, you know who you are now. And then once you go through the experience, if you take some time and really reflect on it and, uh, and you know, just go, go just be, be more like Mike Tyson about it and think about your feelings and, and those aspects of it. You're able to, once again, see how you've changed and who you are now. Right, and that yeah. goes with smaller experiences as well. So it's like it's not like you know yourself more, like in some ways, I guess. But it's like you know who you are at that point, and then from from experience happening, you figure out yourself again because you know how to figure yourself out, and you're able to see how you change. So it's so like you know that's kind of how I see it with identity aspect of, mm. of this scenario. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. I still think the unforeseenable is still going to impact a person's identity. And although, yeah, there's going to be times where it happens. It takes a little bit, but like, <clears throat> I'm not saying the person won't ever find out their true selves, but for that time frame, after you know, post-accident, post-experience, they're lost mm-hmm. again, right? Mm-hmm. So then they have to redo it, right? So it's it's like it's like you're constantly changing. So you, you can never really truly, like, feel like you you know your true self. When I, when I mean, like, true self, I mean, like, mm-hmm. like you know, be all, end all. Like, every experience ever, you know, like, knowing from you know basically god <laughs> fucking <laughs> it's just like it's like that it's like god uh, it's like cooking something in the oven you, yeah you it's like you, you you gotta you gotta take it out of the um, oven and check it and then you gotta put you it back know, in but while it's in there you have no you're, clue. you're lost in the sauce man 
You don't know. Maybe you burnt it. Yeah, but like I, like I don't. Well, the the thing is, like I don't think that like you go through those type of experiences that often, and also even mm-hmm. when you yeah, don't, no. when you do go but through a I lot of the fundamental values, like they don't change. Like you might question it, like, but like if if you really know yourself to begin with, and you can understand the situation that you were in and how you felt like i don't think it's that difficult like if you know if if it's you know if it's between me if it's between my life or someone else's and i end up killing a guy i'm not gonna be questioning who i am or whatever like it's a pretty obvious situation like it's pretty obvious what i would do Kill yourself. What if you didn't have to hesitate? No hesitation. Fucking fucking trap You'll never uh, see common. I know exactly who I am. I'm done. I'm no murder. Oh, wait, if you good. kill yourself, that's murder. Yeah, that is murder. Boom. That is a type of murdering. Okay. Yeah. Tough situation now. <laughs> Mm, it's a real puzzle there's no escape from murdering (laughs) (laughs) either way (laughs) oh that's not true there is a the option of just letting the other person killing you then there's no murder so if you really know that you're not a murderer and and you stand very strongly by that because that's who you really are but then that's what you would do that is what you would do right if you know the once again but but (laughs) you know Uh If you if you really don't want to murder people, you get murdered. Then how are you gonna go on living the rest of your life not murdering people? You just did. You're already dead. Yeah. There's no rest of your life. Ex- exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying you should really go out of your way to live that life without murdering people. You know, like it's like it's like oh, I I want to I want to save the pandas. You know. But I'm also not a murderer. Yeah, okay, buddy. So you're literally going for the logic of the war to end all wars, man. That, that is literally what you're going into right now. <laughs> it's a must. It must happen. See, uh, oh, yeah, man. It's for the great good. Because if you murder them, although you're not a murderer, they can't murder any more people. Because you're against murdering people. Boom. Oh, I think we just solved See, the world. That, that's hungry. a different concept. And first, there are many problems with what you just said. A lot of it doesn't make sense to me. But we don't have to get into that. That's a different thing. Uh, but the only thing I'll point out there that is actually relevant to this because it deals with identity. And that is the fact that being against murdering people and being against you murdering people are two very different things. Being against murdering people in general. Very true. See, that's two different people. Uh, you know? No. Because if, let's say, let's say I don't want to murder people. Things, yeah. But because, I also don't okay. want people murdering people. Yeah, but then what about capital punishment? That's you. Uh, that, that's you, right? What Someone you else might punishment? be... I don't care about people yeah. murdering people. I just don't want to murder someone. Yeah. Right. A lot of people say that, like, well, not about that yeah, exactly, exactly, necessarily, but about other issues. As long like, it's not uh, me. 
type of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah that type of people. Yeah, it's different people, and uh, there are also, I guess, people <laughs> who are. Like uh, I'm against uh, people murdering people, but I, I have no problem <laughs> murdering people. people. <laughs> Other people they can't do it, but you know what? I can't. <laughs> Bro, I, there, there are those people out there, even though I'm sure it's in very you know minority and rare. But you know, like I said, they're different concepts, different types of people, uh, different uh, fundamental values. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Have you seen like you know Peacemaker? Mm. Yeah, it's like it's like so good, man. It's so like, good. I want to watch <laughs> Such it. It's a good show. Yeah, I want to watch. It. I heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's like the peacemaker type. It's like <laughs> I don't like it when there's violence. I'm trying to keep the peace, but in order to keep yep. the peace, I must kill everybody who disturbs the peace. But it's like yep. yeah, it's like that type of mindset. Yeah. So yeah, we've just gone over how they are different, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and that's a huge thing that relates identity. It's these uh, small these details you got to yeah. understand about yourself, right? It's these nuances that Lorenzo was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you you get into you know what what you really value. You get into what really drives you. You know what your fears are. You kind of figure out these aspects. So. You know, you kind of see how you're able to make decisions and uh, how you want to actually live your life and also just what you want to be getting out of life, right? I think, you know, a lot of people, like, once again, with what you were saying earlier about how people change, like, absolutely, yes, we've already gone over that. But a lot of people who change is because they're figuring out who they are. They're finding out who they are. They're understanding themselves better. It's not that, like... You know, they're they're actually becoming who they actually are, you know, as opposed to they knew themselves before and then something happens and then they change. It's like a change sometimes is actually for them to click in their head and figure out who they are. Like a lot of people who's, you know, you know, doing whatever with their lives and then something clicks such as having, um, you know, children you know that's a huge turning point for a lot of people like all Mm -hmm. of a sudden they're okay what what am i doing with my life like what do i really want like they actually start asking themselves those questions and they start they start making changes to their lives because they figure out those answers Mm -hmm. right so it's not like they change who they are like in that example it's more like they figure out who they are as opposed to yeah. in other scenarios where like they knew who they are but then something major happens and then they change some way right okay. so i think in a lot of scenarios is actually you know people figuring out more about who they are cuz there are a lot of people who are doing these things but then it's like what are they really getting out of it and, and is it is it what they want mm. and a lot of time it's more like addictions it's like no, that isn't what they want. That isn't what fulfills them. But like, it's better than them stopping because they don't. They haven't figured out what it is that they really want. Okay. It's just better than nothing, right? I think that's a very common thing you see with people, and that's yeah. a lot of times why you see a lot of people ending up being, you know, these what so-called rat races or keeping up with Joneses and say how much do they really value that? For a lot of people, it it seems to just make their life worse, and like that's not what they really care about. But they just kind of fell into that. Okay, go going back to what you said about those experiences add on and help the person mm-hmm. truly find who they are, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. 
to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. Cause for effect. Um, I like it. But yeah. <laughs> I agree. It starts laughing. <laughs> oh, it keeps them confused. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> never. Never. Yeah. Let, never let them know your next move. It's true, though. We have no idea what he's about oh. to say. Like, he can literally say anything right now. Like, he's been doing this entire episode yeah, with his examples. <laughs> let, let's hear it right, right. So, okay. So... Yeah, like having kids, that'll change mm-hmm. your, that'll change, you know, you basically learn something that you didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. um, about yourself. So like, let's say, oh, like I know, but then you know yourself from before having kids. Let's say you know yourself before that experience, right? You do know yourself. Everything you do, you do yeah. it, you know, for the sake of this is what I want. Like these are the decisions I make because it's mm-hmm. what I want. You're set, yeah. right? You're solid because the kids haven't happened yet. That's you. And once you have kids, now you have a new responsibility, right? Like it, it changes you in a way where you can't really like, you know, you, you, you can't really like be like, oh, I imagine myself having kids. I know exactly mm-hmm. how it feels. And I'm ready mm-hmm. for it. You can't do that, right? So what I'm saying, it's like, yes, it adds on to who you already are, right? Like, you, it's close to defining your true self. But at the same time, maybe maybe that experience changes your core values, like, you know, alone. Like, maybe before, you're like, this is exactly what I want. I want a life, you know, like doing this, you know, like selling drugs, blah blah blah, whatever. <laughs> well, it's it's. It's really common though. It happens quite frequently, man. Um, that is a story you do hear a lot. Exactly. Like people are just drug dealers, but then once they have a kid, it's like, uh-huh. nah, I'm nah. to my life. Yeah, man, that ain't <laughs> me no more. That's the past, me homie. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, man, because. I was at Walmart the other day, right? I saw this guy. Like, I was in... It's like one of those Walmarts with the McDonald's and I was waiting in line, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Guy comes up. He's got two kids, right? Yeah, yeah. But this guy's got the tear, tear, the teardrop tattoo and everything, bro. He looked like he's done some shit. And you mm-hmm. know the people look different once they've done some actual shit. I'm like, man, what's going through... That's why I, I keep putting these examples mm-hmm. up, right? Because like, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, what goes on through the mind of him you know me for all i know he's he just likes the tattoo but also he could have done some real shit right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just like the teardrop yeah man you don't know so hey hey, listen man Uh, some people do that you know there's a portuguese footballer that i really like he might be retired now actually but uh hikado kureshima uh, was supposed to be really good turned out to be pretty good not quite to the but at some point he got a teardrop tattoo and i'm pretty sure he didn't do anything you're pretty uh, I sure could be wrong, exactly though. i could be exactly, exactly. you don't know <laughs> but, i don't know <laughs> but yeah man so like i'm like dude like you know like maybe like let's say let's say for this example yes he's mm-hmm. done some fucked up shit but now all he does is cares about his daughters you know like mm-hmm. he's like oh bro i i legit hear this man getting excited about getting mcdonald's and be like hey 
like, oh man, like all I got this for you guys. It's like it's like bro. But he said mm. it in such a menacing tone where it's sweet for them. <laughs> but for me, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this guy either kidnapped him or it's his kids. I don't know. Yeah, man, you can say that about any anyone with kids, okay? It's like either kidnapped them or it's their kids. Exactly. But but yeah, man. So like, so like very you, you know yourself from the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, or then, it, like it's the present but you know yourself exactly you you agree to everything you accept mm-hmm. everything you do as your own decisions you own up to them that's what you want but once mm-hmm. that happens yes you still know what you want but a lot of the things that you want now have changed a lot of the core values that make you who mm-hmm. you are change right so like i'm not saying i'm not saying you become a totally different person mm-hmm. but i'm also saying it's not like it doesn't really make you closer to who you truly are like like completely like like it's not like a progression bar right is it, what it, i'm it's like it's like it, it's like changes it's it's it takes a turn yeah right? yeah, that, yeah yeah it's yeah like it's, it's like um man i had it now i forgot it okay so yeah like like so when that happens you know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not really you're getting closer to who you truly are. Like, yeah, it is in a way. Right. You're, you're knowing yourself more from that experience. But at the same time, you, you now value different things. You are now you identify yourself as a, almost like a completely different person in a way. Right. Okay. So like in a way, yes, it it's always progressing to towards like who you truly are. Mm-hmm. right who you truly value who like who you know uh, what you truly value but at the same time it can it could a hundred percent change like your values mm-hmm. and w- exactly what you want and all those things can completely change as well i'm not saying it happens often clearly yeah. you know those kind of stories yes they happen but they don't happen all the time right it's a small mm-hmm. percentage but you know it, it still happens and like you know like yeah yeah, yeah. so I, i'm just saying like yes it, it gets closer to who you are but it almost completely changes who you are as well in a way mm-hmm. right i think uh that is a very um good example that you brought up and i also think that there's a lot of truth to what you're saying like for me i think uh there's a couple of things uh, one is that like in your scenario the person knew that's what they wanted to do to begin with right Mm -hmm. that's that's what they want i think a lot of people in that scenario actually don't you know from my perspective i think there are a lot of people who are just kind of doing it and even when you ask them like what are you doing they're like i don't really know i'm just kind of doing this right now i think that's a very common response that you'll hear right so uh, those are two different scenarios Mm -hmm. right one of them is like that's what they want something happens and the other one is like they don't actually know but this happens and then they figured it out yeah right so so those are two separate scenarios i just wanted to clarify that And, and the second thing is is more of a question because for me this is what i think about right this is what i ask myself and, and this is the question that I present to that person involved before they have the children. And that is, do you want children? Right. It's like, why do you want children? If you had children, what kind of changes would you make to your life? What do you want for your children? Right. I, I, a lot of those type of questions, like 
you know, I think if someone's going to decide if they're going to have children or not, like, it makes sense. It totally makes sense to ask themselves and figure that out before they have children. And I think some, some of those changes are foreseeable. And then there are also a lot of them that, like, you could just never, like, like you know, like you could just never, you could... You could never quite, you know, understand. Like even when other people, you could look at all these other people's experiences. You could see a lot of people telling you how life changing it is and what what exactly changes uh, their mindset, how that changes. But unless you go through it yourself, a lot of those things, as much as you can know about it, for something as significant as literally bringing life to the world, right? Like I, I, you're not gonna be able to. Uh, know those things until it happens mm-hmm. but like i said once again i one thing is like you know that is something that's going to happen there are like you accept the pa- the fact that there are some unpredictable aspects and you're kind of bracing yourself for that and two there are like the factors the, there are some factors that you are totally able to predict such as um you know how how a typical day in your life might change right you know there are certain things that you have to do uh to well take care of a a baby right there's some very obvious things that that needs to be done or else well the baby is very uncomfortable or gets sick or even die right there are very serious consequences so those for example are some foreseeable uh things and there are also some other ones that are totally possible changes to your life that might happen and you should definitely consider uh and maybe even have conversation about and really work through before you decide to have children or not and, and some of those things are just like how is your relationship with you know your your partner is how how is that going to change right like um you know are you okay are both of you okay with spending more time and attention on the children as opposed to each other right some other thing you have to really consider is okay what about your career can i stay with this career if if i have children right it's like uh can um can i work as much as i do in the career if i have children and 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 like uh financially am i going to be able to provide for my children the way that i want to Right. Uh, a lot of these things, like they're legitimate questions uh, that you, you know, I think would benefit from thinking about and working through before you make that decision. And I think that these are things there are, you know, very these are very possible scenarios like the answer. Each of the answer to each of the answers to each of these questions are completely, uh, you know, I guess possible. Right. Uh, scenarios to happen so those are predictable right you you could see it going these different ways and then you could kind of see which ones you want right so i do think you know there are aspects of it that that, you know are predictable uh but overall what you're saying is absolutely true because there's so much of it that you're just never going to be able to understand until it happens to you and when it does Mm -hmm. happen to you like you might not even be able to articulate properly for quite a while right um yeah i guess those those are generally the thoughts on that 
because uh, for me, like, I guess, uh, you know, end of summer last year, when I was writing uh, the little short book, one of the things I, I talked about is uh, the conditions that would exist for, you know, certain things uh, to happen in my life, right? Uh, you know, essentially what I would want to get out of it and also kind of um, the scenario what has to you know the prerequisites for the scenario right for me to do certain things and one of them is and i didn't go through all of them i I went through i think a couple of them on different episodes but one thing uh i wrote was you know what uh conditions would need to be met for me to very likely want to have children right because the thing is, like, like the way I, I phrase that is very particular because it's not like I, uh, it's not that like I want to have children, but only in these conditions. It's that like if these conditions were met, it is very likely that I will want to have children, right? Because uh, I think a lot of people take the decision very lightly. And I also think that like people focus so much on the beautiful aspects of it. And it's very romanticized. And I also think there are uh, biological as well as mm-hmm. social um, pressures for, for people to do it that they don't necessarily consciously recognize and just kind of fall into. Um, and, and the reality is... I'm sure people notice the biological ones. That's yeah, for sure. I don't know how conscious people are of it. You know, when when people get baby crazy, it's like, what do you mean, bro? No, I mean, I mean, like you know, uh, hey man, everybody's trying to feel some type of way. That is literally, uh, you know, what you know, other thing, not completely related to this, but uh, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I think what you got was completely right Lawrence I think the only reason why anyone does anything is because they want to feel a certain feeling or feel a certain way about themselves and really oftentimes it's trying to avoid feeling a certain feeling or avoid feeling a certain way about themselves uh, I, I think that you know when people ask the generally rhetorical question why does anyone do anything well I've actually thought about that a lot and that's the answer I came up with uh, but you know get Kind of getting back to what you're saying, you know, I, I don't think people quite recognize some of the biological aspects. It's like, you know, uh, you're you're, you know, in the in the uh, middle of intercourse and, you know, the girls, like, you know, come in me and it's like, you know, you don't really want that. Yeah, right? like, that's like, true. Like that, that's that's Man, a biological we're... thing talking. Right. That, that's not what you actually want. Like that's in the heat of the moment. You're, you're saying this because something biologically is happening. Right. Uh, and um, similarly, you know, uh, with social aspects, uh, whether that is pressure from uh, family, whether that is seeing people around you having children or it's from stuff like uh religion or government as religions always want more followers and governments obviously want people uh well want the population want new uh 
what, new life into the population so they could join the workforce, the military, and everything else and contribute to the society. Right? So uh, various aspects of biological and social not even necessarily pressures, but just influences that people are not necessarily always aware of and actually intentionally choose which ones that they care about, uh, whether it matters to them or not, you know, because uh, if you don't know, if you don't recognize them, like you can't make the decision uh, around them, right? It's kind of something that just happens. So that, that's, that's uh, I don't, what was the main thing I was trying to say there before Lorenzo came in with, oh, I'm sure they know the biological. Uh, <laughs> I forget, but <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was amazing. I forget to yeah, derailed it a little bit, but very interesting uh, nonetheless. Um, I think I could get it back real quick. Um, let's see, people. Maybe, I believe, I believe. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if this is it, but the, the point that I was trying to make is that, yeah, uh, the point I was trying to make is that, like, uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, things that makes people just want to have children when it's not necessarily true that they really want to have children. It's just these desires that, that comes from these aspects, right? Mm -hmm. And also, the other thing is that, uh, so yeah, uh, people focus on the, the on, on the, people romanticize it and they focus on all the, you know, uh, all the, the beauty of it, right? And every, every uh, all the joy that it brings and this and that, right? And also the second part to it, these reasons a lot of people don't aren't conscious of it and they don't really make decisions with those in mind because partially because they're not or oftentimes because they're not conscious of it and then the third thing is a lot of people just aren't talking about the fact that like the amount of time and attention that it takes uh the financial cost of it and also um how that might affect your career your relationships your social life your self-care and all these other aspects of it right so um, I ask myself those questions and really what I understand for myself is that like, no, I don't want to have children, but if certain, if these specific conditions were met, I think based on what I know about myself, it is very likely that I would, right? Because there are, there is enough, um, there's enough uncertainty and there is enough stuff that I can't predict, uh, for me to be sure, right? But I know my, I know enough to be like, okay, these conditions are met. I think there's a very, very good chance I would. Um, so, yeah. Yes, sir. I see. All right. <clears throat> uh, well, I think uh, if no one else has anything to add, uh, we could finish there and go into highlights of the week all right yeah let's see uh that was that yeah, was that some very good talk that was big interesting that's a lot of points we went through it's a very interesting topic and i'm glad that all of us are uh you know into it because raymond you brought us some 
incredible examples and and points and <laughs> and really and really drove the conversation. Honestly, a lot of the stuff I'm just kind of bouncing off of what you're saying, right? I don't even know if I would yeah. like. I I have these ideas, I have these thoughts, but. It's like without you saying a lot of the stuff you're saying, like I wouldn't have gotten there, right? I wouldn't have just brought it up. It's really much related to that. Um, so yeah, really enjoy that conversation. And to finish it off, we will do our highlights of the week. And uh, I don't know if either of you want to start. All done Jeez. school for the semester. Jeez. Ah, free. Okay, okay. What about you, Raymond? Yeah, it's kind of the major. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. oh, 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 no, 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 it's almost dry. Almost, almost dry. dry. Okay. Push it. Oh, okay. Push it. I was yeah, like, I'm what? The weather? Yeah. The rain? Like, what is almost dry? Highlighted a month. Okay, Highlighted okay. a year. Cool. Very nice. I gotta listen yes, to it. Crazy fire. Um, yeah. I don't know. Moving back home. Mm. Um, not much. I guess, like, school's gonna end soon. Yeah, Are you home for the uh, but summer? I don't know. I might go back maybe for a week you guys... in August. So In August? You guys gonna you guys still uh, be chilling at the house no, for next I'm, uh, I'm, year? Uh, I'm going to another place next year. Same people? Nah. Huh? Nah. Oh, with the boys or not? But uh yeah. Oh gotta miss them. Sad times. Upgrading the place. Sad though. times, sad times, sad times. Did you know them from? No. Did you know, wait. From did you know them from year. high school? You knew them from high school, right? Yeah. Friends no, from college, man. Yeah, man. Oh, from first year, really? That's crazy. Uh, it's a place that I wow. upgrade. How, how do you feel about the new place? Not too sure yet. I haven't really looked into it yet, but yeah. But you found a place? No, no. I just know where, relatively. Okay. But oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But yeah, Are you living with people. Go away, hold up. Yo, they got we'll they see, got Ethernet. Hopefully, <laughs> Ethernet. But yo, dude. No, Tommy, you're gonna move out to somewhere else that doesn't have Ethernet there. Either, that's a priority, bro. man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's gotta be a major part of your identity. Oh yeah, I have to live somewhere with that because that's uh, gonna offer me what I really want. <laughs> 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 Honestly, bro, how are we going to climb to Masters, bro? Yeah. How about yeah. you, George? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, for me, you know, similar to Lorenzo, just being done with school is absolutely huge. And the only other thing I want to bring up in terms of highlights is uh, Pinterest. I uh, just got on Pinterest. It's uh, pretty nice because, um, you know, you're about to put how about that? your ideas it, uh, you know mm. together like creatively you know whether you know it, it's various types of I guess design and arts and, and those type of great creative uh, <gasps> expressions you're able to have images and videos and, and those type of things um, in the same place right on a board I don't know what you want to call it mood board storyboard mm -hmm. whatever uh, it is but it's a way of categorizing and 
you know, putting your vision together. And so you're able to put your own stuff up and you also have, a, you know, you could just search and there's a lot of great stuff on there already that you're able to put together. Um, so the combination of your own stuff and everything you're able to find there together on a board like that, you know, it's pretty fun and it's really useful in terms of creativity and uh, having a reference point or finding inspiration, those type of uh, things. So, yeah, uh, that's another highlight for me. So, yeah, you know, it was a really great episode. I had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, I think it's, I think we brought up a lot of very interesting and relevant things to a lot of people's lives. So, hopefully, you got something out of it, listeners. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Young Foolish Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.